I do. What were start? you guys just talking about? Well, uh, weird. slow softball pitches. No, no, before, no. no before, we like, speaking of slow softball pitches. No, 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 no. We were talking about bootleg videos. So. I, I, I had yeah, seen the, the kind of tangent yeah. where the camera and how it was like such a big deal, and now it's like, to do the equivalent of that is like a guy hacking into Warner Brothers and taking the movie or something. Um, now so, everyone has well, a before we get into that. Before we get into comic books, I do have another question for you, for Michael, which okay. is, besides Spider-Man, mm-hmm. okay, now you know this. Spider-Man is your favorite movie to watch. Okay. What do you think the best movie that you have seen is of all time? Oh, right. Back Ooh, to the distinction, yeah. right? Because I think it's, it's, a very, it's a good distinction, yeah. but I think it's important because I have not seen The Reverend, but I've heard the similar yeah. review from multiple people. I still have to watch it. Um, we need to have like a, a movie, movie night because yeah. it's yeah. so freaking good. And, it's, and it's really good. side fact, it was all filmed with natural light. Yes, that's what I heard. That yeah. was really cool. wow. That's they're, crazy. So, so no if something, if so, if they didn't get something right, they're like, well, tomorrow. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. kind of crazy too. <laughs> also, yeah. side note from that, it's really brief, but uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's documentary called "Into the Flood" came out about uh, climate change, and it was during while he was filming that movie. So there's like three or four scenes where they're actually interviewing him on set. Is that on Netflix? Uh, it's on National Geographic, but you can stream it for free. So it's kind of a hard documentary to watch. Because it's just going into like how kind of like fucked up our planet is, but there's a few scenes where in the area that they're in, they're very snowy areas, talking about what they have is not going to be around very long. So you can see them on the set, and he's also talking about like the challenges of filming the movie in the scene they are, based on having to follow the snow. Like it's almost right. like the Game of Thrones kind of like we're following winter kind of thing. So, well, winter is coming. Uh, no, winter's winter is coming. Winter is here. Winter's here. All right. So, Michael, favorite movie? Go. No pressure. No, no best movie. Best movie. Sorry, best ever movie. Made. Be- favorite best movie ever made. Sp- okay. Favorite movie is Spider Man Homecoming. Spider Man Homecoming is, is one movie. that I could watch all the Can time. Can we talk about the title not being great? No, I like mean the that's the name of the comic. It is. Yeah. No. Okay. Is he? Is, please oh, tell what's me. What's the name of the? To- do they have? Do they have? I'm, I'm coming. Really home. Come on. Do they have? Do they have? I'm coming home by Scarlet Gray. Is that a song? I'm coming home with P Diddy. No. Damn it. I like how you lean in for that one. That would have been so good. That is incorrect. Um, all right. You ready? Uh-huh. Are you guys ready for my answer? Yes. Uh, well, okay. So, favorite, mm, best movie of all time. Whew. All right. It's a really hard question. And it it is a really hard now question. There's no right answer. Well, I would say, or, or right opinion. now. It can change. But no, right no, no, now. There, there are I mean, plenty of wrong answers. So. There, there definitely are. Uh, Dude, where's my car would be a wrong answer. And then... Oh, God. Oh, God. That was Zoltan. my answer. Dude, what does mine say? Sweet. Dude, no, really. Yo what does mine say? Sweet. Yo dude. says dude. Uh, um, <laughs> Can we not have a tangent about dude in yeah. my car? Please answer this question. So, so as, far as, as far as best movie of all time, I have a couple. I have three. And you're actually, it's going to be kind of funny because they're kind of similar to each yeah. other. I Blade Runner. Okay. Uh, then it's... True Romance. And then... <laughs> Chinatown. Wow. Wow, Chinatown? Chinatown. Really? It's a good movie. Really? Don't get me wrong. So, so... Very campy. Very campy. I am not familiar. Okay. I don't so, know the second one. So, so let me, let me, let me tell Did you guys... Little this. Little China? Well, no, different movie. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you guys Big about True, True Romance if you guys have yeah, never seen, seen it. it. Because oh, it said, is oh, yeah, right. a very, very good movie. And it's one that kind of fell under the radar. 
but it has a bunch of really awesome actors and it's very well written. So first off, it was directed by the late great Tony Scott. Tony Scott yes. actually committed suicide. His brother Wrigley Scott still makes movies today. Tony Scott was a great filmmaker. Right. It was screenwritten by someone you may have heard of. At the time, he was not very well known. His name is Quentin Tarantino. And who is that? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> who is that guy? And the stars of the movie are Christian Slater okay. and Patricia Arquette. Yep. Uh, with also Dennis Hopper. Yep. And Christopher Walken. Wow, what a cast. Yeah. So, Wait, what was the name of this movie? Uh, true romance. romance. A true, true romance. romance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, no, okay. just, yeah. uh, Gary Oldman nice. plays a ghetto white black guy. No, he does not. He definitely no, he does. does not. And he has dreads and a, a gold front. I oh swear to you, I'm watching this movie right now. I can't have never seen true Is this an SNL skit? No, no, no. And Brad Pitt is a stoner... Friend. What year did this yeah. movie come out? This movie came out in the late, uh, mid to late nineties. I need to rewatch this movie because I just remember the scene in the hotel where the shotgun and yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. That so, whole thing. so just yeah. a little because I don't want to spend too much time on this, but just Good, a I've little, yeah. So a little bit of a synopsis of the movie is a guy, um, kind of. A nerd. He Val uh, Kilmer's in it too. Val Kilmer is in it. Uh, he. It's a so big lineup. He uh, yeah. He works at a comic book store, and he's kind of a loser, kind of a loner. His friends, as a birthday gift, get him a call girl. So, thinking that he's going on a date with this girl, he like you know kind of runs into her and you know oh cool like she likes me and she wants to watch movies with me. Uh, finds out later that she is a call girl. Uh, no GoPro. Still falls in love with her. He decides that he is, you know, going to marry her. They end up getting married and he says, all right, we're going to move to California. I'm getting you out of this business of being a call girl. And she's like, well, you pretty know. woman. No, sorry. Yeah, kind of, except more violence, a lot more violence because <laughs> she, he has to go to her pimp's house okay. and get her stuff, Gary Oldman. And uh, he ends up killing them, grabbing what he thinks is her bag, ends up being a shit ton of money, or no, sorry, a shit ton of drugs. Sorry, a shit ton of drugs. So they get to California, decide that they're gonna have to sell the drugs. Well, just so happens that it wasn't Gary Oldman's drugs, it was Christopher Walken's drugs. Oh no. And he is his You big, never take Christopher Walken's you drugs. You never, yeah. That was not Maybe a more walk-in accident. Talent. I don't know where that came from. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I just felt the need to say that sentence. Something was wrong with you. Yeah, I, you know. You okay? It was like a, like a left brain hip check, but I'll be okay. I'll okay, come back. all right, all right. So they take the drugs. Christopher Walken wants them back. Goes all the way to California to go get them. There's a big shootout. You're telling the whole story now. Well, okay. So, okay, yeah, so I, I, I know he has a lot of questions for you, so yeah. I kind of wanted to, like, not. I know everybody. I just want to quickly go over, like, answering the question that I asked myself. Yeah. Um, because, like, favorite movie, yeah. you know. Best movie. Best movie. So it's interesting. I, I've been asked this question a lot, and I think this, the short answer is I don't actually have a favorite movie. It changes so often. Because, yeah. like, while you were talking about that, I kind of got some, like, glimpses of Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Pulp Fiction is such a good yeah. classic movie, yeah. but it's not something that I would... I mean, it's great. Masterpiece. Right. 
I would say right now, and I go based on like how like the effect it had on me of like right. really kind of moving me. Yeah. So Inception is definitely one of those movies. Okay. Um, and that's a relatively new movie. So for you to say that, that's kind of a bold big, statement. Bold statement. I mean, I'm telling you right now, man, you don't fuck with dreams. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Well. Um, it, one of those movies, like after I left it, I was doing like deep, deep thinking of like, holy shit, like what happened, like what I just watched. Kind of. I thing. remember I yeah. had to watch that twice. Twice, yeah, yeah. So that one, another so you movie. You said that was recent. When was that? Two thousand six. Two thousand eight. Two thousand six. Two thousand eight. Two thousand ten. Wow. Whoa. So okay. So but another movie. Thought it was farther away. I just I get. I guess big. Like seven years. I thought yeah. it was more recent. So another that. movie, and it's funny. Right. I'm now realizing that there's dream kind of comparison. But a movie that fell well under the radar, but I thought was brilliant. Are you going to say What Dreams May Come? No, Eternal, Son- Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Oh, that's a good movie. A lot of people say that's a great yeah. movie. Yeah. Great you, movie. Yeah. Have just, you seen What Dreams May Come? Yes. With Robin Williams? Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's so that's sad. A, that's no. a great movie, too. It's a really too. sad, so it's really like, sad you know, you movie. Have... But you can't put it in the realm of Eternal Sunshine and Inception, though. Well, I mean... That's like saying but... Toys is a masterpiece. No, well, no, just because it has I Robin Williams. In I it definitely again? wouldn't say that, but I would say you know this is as, far, fly up. as far as like conceiving Hello. what Hello. would happen after you die. No, absolutely, and, and that is just, a great. Concept. If you want, it's, if you want the best concept of what happens, less, no, when it happens when you die. CG. No, if you want something, the best rendition of like what I hope happens when you die is, um, is the movie um, defending your life. He recently saw it. Oh, don't even. Oh, don't even! I have not seen it. You haven't you seen Defending Your Life? You like a... Neither have I. Yeah. Defending So... Oh, don't even! Don't even! But so I really have not Defending, defending Your Life. Okay, okay. So Rotten Tomatoes gives What Dreams May Come at 54% from critics, 85 from the audience. Okay. So, uh, def- quickly, not my point, but Defending Your Life is Albert Brooks and... Um, Help me out here. Wait, he goes to heaven, right? Yeah, yeah. with with um, and he falls in love with and, and he's like an attorney. The, what's her name? Like, oh my the, god, why am I forgetting her name? She was yeah. in Devil Wears Prada. She yeah. played the Meryl, uh, Meryl, Street. Street. Meryl Street. And it's what it is is you go to you go to this place like in between heaven and I must have to go, now that you, you say, have to yeah. go with that was a, a really lawyer. deep cut for me to pull Meryl Street. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> real talk about under the radar, yeah, okay. right? But no, so yes, I would agree. So Channel Sunshine is Botless Mine. Yeah. Uh, those are, and then Inception. Those are kind of the two like really like. This is really underrated. The <laughs> well, like we have not. We have no, not no, no credit at all. No credit. So no Star Wars. Credit. Star Wars is a great movie, and I think Star Wars is an influential movie. I love Star Wars, and I think Star Wars will have an impact on my life. Star, I'm I'm sorry, Star think, Wars. Yeah. yeah. Which don't, of you can do Chewbacca? <laughs> well, that'll be a, that, that will be a ringtone. I, mean, I can't do it, but can I know you? a lot of people can. That uh, sounds like a sick dog or a sick 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 dog. Sick dog. Oh, I, uh, sick, a sick a sick sick dog. No, a sick uh, oh, sheep. A sheep. I didn't sick sheep. Shiny lock in a sick sheep. I'm not even talking about the other movies, just the first three. No, 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 first three. The first three. Yeah. No, no, not even the first three. Just the first three. It was incredible. Don't get me wrong. But I can't put, like. (laughs) 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 Look at the tongue. It's like. Joe does a really good Chewbacca. You have to, like, roll your arm. I can't do that. Okay. You know Harlan 
Williams does a really good one. It's so funny because I'm like thinking of like that kind of sounds like Chewbacca, but it is so much better than Chewbacca than hers. No, that's crazy. That's like a sick duck. What's wrong with that duck? You do it. I don't know. Throw some bread at it. I just love Dave's voice. Is so good. Yeah, so well, you know, you have to... <laughs> I knew you could all do it, Michael. I, I well, you can't even do it. Okay, okay. Like I cannot be, do it. To be that was fair, the best I've ever done. To be fair, Dave can't even go. <laughs> okay, go yeah, ahead. Can we, can we spend a whole podcast please. talking about that? Okay, please. go ahead, Jed. Jed again. Oh, okay, God. Michael. Michael. All right, come on. Come on, Dave. Come on. Okay, Dave. What is that again? Are you alright? Come on, did you flush? Come on, come on. Yeah, that was working. That was better. The face you make though, like why do your shoulders go up like that? Are you flapping away? I just really try to get in character, you know. I know you have to do like the pistols, like she had double pistols and her shoulders like went up in the air. She's gonna no, seriously, there's a lot of mouth sounds I just can't do. That's what she said. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's not one of my strong suits. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. No. All right. All right, all right. Um, what were we talking about? Um, we're talking about Star Wars. Well, I had some... one, not the other three. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just the first one. Just the first one. Well, so hold on, and now I'm really quickly say tears. favorite movie, like a movie I can watch over and over again. Um... Which oh, is kind of funny back because, on this again. Well, I, now that I'm thinking about it, I may not want to say it loud. Um, is it a private movie? No, but um, <laughs> well, I mean, so so what I can tell you too, and this is this is what I made. Yeah, this is what's interesting. I feel like I feel like with movies that you can watch over and over again, I commonly hear when I ask that question to people, I commonly hear the genre of movie which is comedy. Yep. So yep. I hear. Yeah, so like one, like, that, like one Elf, that I, one that know, I, yeah. So that one that I've like, Big Lebowski was up there, like a movie that I love. There you go. But like one that I've actually been watching more frequently. I think I've seen it like probably two times in the last like six months. Was um, How to Be Single. I just thought it was a really funny movie, but like also like Pitch Perfect. I thought Pitch Perfect was like, you know. Okay, I'm going to. Michael almost laughed. I'm just going to ask a question. I want okay, each person, subject. each yes. person, to say what their favorite movie is. Favorite. Meaning something they could watch at any time. You mean besides the one I've already said? No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to oh. point to everyone. Everyone's going to say their name All right. and the movie they they can watch over and over. It doesn't have to be a great movie. Yeah. This is your favorite movie. Michael. Were you saying the movie Michael with John Travolta? Yeah. Or are you yes, Michael? Michael. Yes. I mean, hey, that's a good movie. Michael. I say, Michael. Hey, I'm, awesome. I'm an angel. Hey. Yeah. Is that how? He, is that what he does? Like yeah, he, yeah. I didn't know he was from Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> you know all the he angels is. from Jersey. He is. He is. Okay, Michael so, Hernandez. I've obviously said Spider Man, but I could also previous to previous to, to that. Yes. Yeah, I would say something you just put on middle of the day, watch, always laugh at. Well, that's the thing is that, love. like, in my head, I'm just kind of again coming back to comedies. Okay. So yeah. I'm uh, I'm coming back to um, Wedding Singer. Yeah. 
That is something everyone can laugh at. Everyone can have a good time. Yeah. Doesn't matter how many times you watch it. You can watch it over and yes. over again. I love the old Do lady you really singing want about hurt me. Oh yeah. The, so when she does, uh-huh. yeah. Really yeah. Want to make me cry. Get off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yours is Wedding Singer. I wedding Singer. That is Day. a great movie. Yeah. Day. Yes. Zoolander. See, that was okay. going to be my second one. Wow. Um, or? I, or Donnie Darko. Ooh, really? good choice. Okay. Yeah. And this right. is going back to middle school slash high school. Okay. Middle school, Zoolander, high school, Day, Donnie Darko. And I about have a hard time choosing favorites. For your... For uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. He oh, is my main squeeze when it comes to celebrity crushes. Wait, time out. What about... Ryan Gosling. Oh, Ryan well, Gosling. he's a close second. <laughs> Ryan, we have a Ryan Gosling poster on our wall. And it's a calendar of at least a year ago. So, this is actually, yeah. <laughs> the main picture is him here. without his shirt on. Yes. So, I used to Looking subscribe to Cosmopolitan, Cosmopolitan Magazine, yes. and each month they have a man of the month that they have a bunch of pictures of and I ripped it out of the Cosmo from June 2016 <laughs> and taped it up onto the wall in our kitchen thinking haha this will be funny for like a day until the boys notice and tear it down it is still up and it is August 2017 it has been up there for over a year and a month does Ryan know about your love affair for Jake <laughs> Ooh. I think he's very happy with Ava Mendez I believe what Ryan Gosling right? Yeah. He's married to her. Yeah. They have kids. So I don't think he cares about me and Jake, if Jake and I were a I, thing. I, I mean, like, I'm keeping it on the yeah. DL, but... I like how eight or nine her months... her husband, Joe. Eight you or nine months... and Jake, and then me and Maggie. Eight or nine months into it being on the wall, Maggie you're like, Gyllenhaal? hey, we, wait, wait, we can wait, wait, take wait. this down. Can, like, no, 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 leave it up. Leave it up. I know you want to leave it up. I'm not saying no. Maggie Gyllenhaal? She's not my number one squeeze. Yeah, can but I, I am not I, saying no. So she was uh, Rachel in the Dark. Yeah. She was the wait. Rachel wait, was Maggie Gyllenhaal. Rachel in, in Dark Knight. Yeah. Rachel. Rachel. Was she the one who was in? Um, where is she? Where is she? Where is she? Okay, I have to cut all of that out. No, you don't. Way too loud. No, uh, no, no. Um, was she also audio in audio crop? It. It's fine. Ah, uh, what was that one where she was being ridden like a? Oh, ow. Okay. I have the secretary. Open so, secretary. Yes. That's her. That's her. Yep. Wow. So I actually, Sister. as much as I love Jake wedding singer, it, it was so funny. Oh, we're changing I, your answer. I am changing my answer. I know. Ooh, adding, but adding. I am going to. No, say, you had two. You, you had two. two. Day had two. That's two. So Michael, Michael your second. One after another. Thank you, Day. Yes. But Maggie <laughs> reminded me of of the other movie that I love, and I actually was just thinking that I haven't watched it in a little while, which is Stranger Than Fiction. You really like that movie. That is a good movie. That's good. I really like that movie. Okay. And I I don't think, again, I think just like Wedding Singer, I don't think it did very well critically, but I think it's just a very well done movie. It kind of deals with things like death and and uh, uh, relationships and it's kind of Real. being awkward. Yeah. Real shit. Right. And Maggie Gyllenhaal is mm-hmm. in it. Uh, has that like kind of weird vegan baker. Um, so Jettigan. Okay. So Hi, we're, we're talking about like movies we can just watch like over yeah. and over again, right? Yes. And you could have up to two. It looks okay. Like. So, yeah. so I might, I might throw in three. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No. So no, 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 then they're going to have to add in another but one. Come on, we'll be here for all night. <laughs> you got somewhere to be? Um, so our our listeners do off. I mean, all my all my listeners in North Carolina are asleep. So, um, <laughs> like kind of off the cusp Podcasts when, you, when yeah. you said, like immediately when you guys were talking, 
uh, Field of Dreams came to mind. That one's a really good. If you build it, they will. Yeah, exactly. And I think it was also That's one. Funny. I think growing up, it was one of my parents' favorite movies, and it was really kind of instilling like, hey, like mm-hmm. don't give up your dreams, kind of thing. Like it may take really bold like changes, and people may think that you're weird, but like it's okay to do it. You know, um, it's really good. Is that it, was, why you don't care that people think you're weird? I mean, I don't give two shits. It's fine. I know I'm weird, so it's fine. Um, side story, very brief. Very brief. I one of my go-to jokes at the factory is I say it's okay. I understand robots are way more entertaining than I am. So because people are always watching robots and not just, like looking at me when I'm talking. What factory? Oh, I work at Tesla. Sorry, Tesla factory. Uh, and I <laughs> not made, the chocolate factory. No, no, no. and I uh, I made that joke and I was with a group of interns and the girl sitting in the front row looks at me and goes. Yeah, you're right. And then turned away. I was like, wow. She double-checked herself. She was like, no, no, no. I meant the robots are entertaining, not that you're not. And she and I totally was giving her a hard time. So, yeah. um, but yeah, so let's say Field of Dreams is like a go-to. I definitely own the movie. Like, I've watched it a ton. And AI. Um, I was going to say Short Circuits. Oh, yeah. Short Circuits is actually, it's actually a, good, it's a good movie. Gremlins, um, Tremors. So I don't, I don't know if actually, like, if... You can just have don't one. Don't let them change your answer. Yeah, you don't no, know. No, it's more so that I... E.T.? I, I think... I, come I think, home. Come home. E.T. Oh, I'm like, I don't... <laughs> I am not No, that's familiar. phone home. Yeah. Phone home. Is that the story? E- yeah. yes. You think it's... E.T. E- 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 come home. E.T. E- phone home. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Oh, ah, that movie creeped. It, it's only been like 20 years yeah. since I'm I've seen pretty, E.T. I'm pretty sure that movie came out before all of us were born. Yeah. Maybe not James. Um... James, who has an old guy. Um, yeah, I th- I'm going to go with just the one answer. If it comes to me... Like, another, like, baseball Field movie... Well, A League of Their Own is also a movie that I love uh, growing that's up. That's a comedy. I also... Okay, I am very partial to Tom Hanks. It's, like, my go-to. Like, I can watch yeah. Tom Hanks movies, like, over and over again. Yeah. Um, so, but I would, I'm going to stick with Field of Dreams. Good, good, good. transition. Um, What's I, yours? I will not give any fucks what you guys think. Uh, you've got Mail with oh, Tom Hanks. Nice. Yeah, one of my know. yeah, one of my absolute movie, so. favorite movies. With Meg Ryan, I could watch over and over. I absolutely love it. I know every single line, and Dave Chappelle's in it. How Is it better than Sleepless in Seattle? Ooh, I need that's, to rewatch. Okay. That's a good movie. That's a good movie. movie. And another one that was like okay, a family okay, classic. Okay, hang on. Let's yeah. bring it back to me. Um, so S- Snatch. It's also oh, nice. one of my Brad favorite Pitt. movies. Brad Pitt has a lot of big name actors in it, um, and the cinematography is perfect. I absolutely love that movie. I watched it nonstop on DVD when I bought it. Uh, probably wore out the DVDs DVD. are something that don't exist anymore, but they were a discs. digital video disc. It was a circular piece of plastic uh, with a hole in the center. It's a, it's a laser disc, right? Looks very uh, no, similar no. to a CD-ROM. If you guys remember that. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. But yes, it was absolutely amazing. It probably came out in 2001. Good use of dog in there, too. Yeah. But Wait, dog so, oh, yeah. Really yeah. Wait, yeah. So, yeah. Like, Everything oh, comes together which, at the very which, end. Sorry, which one are we talking about again? Snatch. Snatch. Oh, yeah. Snatch. So Everything comes like together at the end. that one more than Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Also yeah. directed by Guy Ritchie. Yep. Well... And but it was the same concept, and if you watch same concept, the movies, they're very yeah. similar. They are very similar. I liked Snatch better. The music. So, now, can I ask you a question? Because this is kind of something I've wondered between no. the two movies. Which one did you watch first? Snatch. Snatch. 
So I think yeah. this is that's just me, but I've I've asked people this question multiple times and I've gotten mixed answers and depending on which one they saw first, that was the one that they liked more. I really? Can't I can't remember which one I saw first. Came I own both. 2000, snap. 2000. Okay. 2000. 2000. I was 20 years old. Yeah. Uh yeah, almost. So I want to go back to one thing you said briefly. So do you like Sleepless in Seattle more or you got mail? You've got mail. Okay. Well, that yeah. was his movie. Yeah. You've got mail. That's my but, movie. But all right, well, I really we're the is here because Sleepless in Seattle, I think, is like one of the best. It is good. I have romantic it. Romantic movies. Yes, yeah. it is a great movie to watch. Um, also, uh, along the same lines, um, when Harry met Sally, that's oh, a really good one. Sheldon, yes, <laughs> give it to me. That is a Sheldon. really good movie. I could watch that any time of the week. Um, and it has Billy why, Crystal in it. I just I had assumed that Day was gonna say some Woody Allen movie. I don't know. <laughs> really? I, I that was just kind of really? my you know that was the Annie huh. Hall or Annie Hall. Yeah. Well, I so, try to like Woody Allen movies. Oh, they're well, exhausting. They, they are, are really exhausting. exhausting. They are exhausting. They are super exhausting. He is yes. Very Take exhausting. the money and run though. Like two of the best jokes I've seen in a movie are. When he tries to play the cello in a marching band and has to pick up the chair and sit down, play the cello, pick up the chair. That was so good. <laughs> uh, and then the when he made the fake gun in prison out of soap yeah. and then escaped yeah. during a rainstorm and the gun started <laughs> bubbling. Like those two, that and then the Annie Hall thing where he sneezes on the cocaine. Oh, yes. Like so go, uh, just like so like... Were you... That was me. That was me. That was you. Okay. Was yeah, that was actually an accident. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. it didn't so, look like. An I accident, agree with you though. They are exhausting. They take yeah. so much energy to watch because yes. he's so over the top. Yes. But then you like take it like you have like Annie Hall, you have Woody Allen, and then you have Diane Keaton, who's like so like soft spoken and yeah. mellow, beautiful. Like it's just like. All right. I think I got some questions for me. Okay. But, okay. So oh, um, I'm like. I'm like, how drunk is Michael? I think I got. Hey, I think I got some questions. I'm gonna ask myself. Hey, Michael, what's your favorite color? Well, I like blue. Well, that's weird. I like green. Before we switch, I want to say one last thing. Sleep was in Seattle. Really good soundtrack. You had Harry Connick Jr. and then you all had Jimmy Durante singing. So it just like added to like. Well, I think the movie, like the. The favorite movie could be such a rabbit hole because I'm like thinking of all these. Movies. No, no, absolutely. I'm thinking of her. Mood, mood yeah. it changes like all the time. Her, Spike Jones, Walking Phoenix. See, love that creepy movie. fucking movie though. But I liked it. Those high waisted pants though. Oh yeah. But and, also, uh, see, I'm thinking of like really, really good and then also really shitty and that Shyamalan movies. Signs. Great I movie. loved it. I Unbreakable. 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 Uh, that was good too. No, hold on. So get this. I un- Unbreakable. No. Still Unbreakable. No. Still um, Unbreakable. No, no. So get this. Hold on. The Breakable. Wait, hold on. So I watched Unbreakable again to see if it still held up and I turned it off. It was so bad. Really? Oh, it did not hold up. It's a lim- it's pretty limited it is, story. To it me. is. It's like, great for like that comic book thing, but it was just like not great. Yeah. So not in one room, but in one small, yeah. pretty small. But no, area. but you think about it like when M, M- Night actually hit well. Like Sixth Sense was such a good movie. Signs. Yeah. So Signs is a really interesting story. It had such a profound effect on my dad. So my dad, my brother, and I saw it. He 
Did he also drink water and leave it places? No, but he left. This one has amoebas. Uh, dropped, this one has a hair in it. Dropped us off at the house, picked my mom up, and went immediately back and watched the movie again. She wow. was like, he was like, wow. yeah. Um, That's a sign yeah. that he doesn't want to hang out with you. <laughs> kind of. But it was just so, you know, and again, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. I think was no, like yeah, yeah. the best part of that movie. Um, but then you also have like M. Night Shyamalan movies that were just like, oh, yeah. the happening. Yeah. Or the, the village, village was the yeah. first. No, the village was so good. I loved the village. I liked the village, but a lot of people. So also for me, is I was not. Ex- I was not expecting any plot twist. Well, what was so the one with Paul Giamatti? It, oh, oh, the mermaid, no. big fish, big fish. No, 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 no. it was Lady not the water. water. I like water. that one too. Yeah. So I did for for the village. I was not in the right mindset of like it's a thriller, it's a twist. So I was not expecting any big twist. And then when the village, yeah. So when what's your oh. face's daughter, Ron yeah. Howard's daughter, hops, no, hops yeah, the fence. Yeah, you're no, not watching you're an boring. This is when it, this is when it this is when it clicked. Okay. When she hopped the fence and we saw the guard truck that was like a modern truck. Yeah. yeah. That's when it clicked for me. Well, and I feel, I'm like sitting here leaving it and I'm like freaking out. And my brother was like, Yeah, I figured that out like an hour and a half ago. Yeah. So yeah. like I had this thing of like it was a big reveal. Yeah. So some I think, people I right. think were in your so mindset. Some people were not. But yeah. also, same idea of with the great soundtrack, Hilary Hahn playing the violin. It was a very like profound yeah. soundtrack. That single violin, James Newton Howard, so good. Wait, what are you talking about? We yeah, talked so about oh, we talked about Sibus in Seattle being a good soundtrack. Yeah, so saying oh, the Village was oh, okay. a great soundtrack. Oh, okay. I'm also like I always listen to soundtracks because well, my dad's a composer, so like it's something that's important because you look at, like Psycho, like good soundtracks make a good movie. Well, I'm talking about Snatch. That, that yeah. was a perfect yeah, I soundtrack. Think of, um, oh my god, uh, Wes Anderson movies. Yeah. Yes. So you know, yes. like uh, uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Yes. You know, like um, a, a good soundtrack. Darjeeling Limited. Yeah, yeah. Can just change the m- entire aspect of a movie. What was the I, water one with um? What's his name? Life Aquatic. Uh, no, no, Life Aquatic. Aquatic. Yeah. yeah Royal Tenenbaums. Uh, yeah, Royal Tenenbaums. So I is funny. I oh my watched God. a documentary oh, about, the, about like Hitchcock. The two girls. And if you or the the boy and the girl, they're young. The oh, Moonrise uh, Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah. If you watch the scene yeah. of in Psycho, I'm surprised you didn't when say he the like, Shining. When he, it's a good movie. That is a great movie. In fact, that actually scared <laughs> the f- shit out of you. The, no, no, no. Scared the shit out of Elaine. Wow. Elaine saw it. She couldn't sleep that night. Yeah, and I saw the poop. Wow. I'm sorry, what? You saw the poop? <laughs> um, yeah, she's scared the shit out of you. So, okay, what's yeah, really okay. interesting... <laughs> we can that one out. But it was kind of interesting <laughs> talking about movies that like had that profound effect. Now, The Shining is really like messed up because yeah. it's like... it's. A guy just yeah. losing his mind. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. My dad tells me, loves this story. He saw The Exorcist, the original, in theaters yeah. by himself. Oh, jeez. Oh, Extra large soda in his lap and dropped the soda all on his lap, like, covered, like, full <laughs> soda. But he also, like, at the time, like, Jaws was scary. Yeah. A the lot of people. The first time they didn't... saw a shark, yeah. freaked out. Yep. Dude, Everyone didn't go to the beach. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was bad. So, yeah. but it was, they go to a profound, like, movies and, like, the experience of, like, people who were there, but also, like, in movie making history. Yeah. Like, those movies, like, set the standard. The, yeah. sh- the, the thing with Psycho that was so incredible, like, Alfred Hitchcock's ability was, it's, like, at the time, and even today, that movie is creepy. And yeah. 
It's okay. It's okay. But well, I mean, you think, think about birds. But you I think of the movie, though. Birds but you think of the think of the, okay, so birds I watched. It does not fucking hold up. But it is, it's, it's terrible. Hundred years old. Fucking <laughs> hold on. But think, think dialogue. But think so no. But shocking, hold on. Right? But oh, think about the think acting about, is really fucking bad. Think it. about Psycho. The scene where she is driving and you have that music playing in the back. And it's like you truly believe that uh, she's being like stalked yeah. by this creepy element. We don't know what it is. It's so good. So I, you know, for me, it's like a, a soundtrack really can make a movie. Yeah. It really can. It re- yeah. make or break a movie. Yeah, absolutely. So, so the village, great soundtrack. Good. All right, Dave. Did you have anything to add to that? I took a course in high school called Theory of Knowledge, and one of our assignments were to do wow. a deep. Yeah, do uh, two different things that scared us. And one we had to do alone, and one we could do with a friend or a loved one or some other person, right? I think we should do this. Yeah. So my alone one was up until that point, I, so super quick backstory. Um, I was pretty sheltered in the sense of what I was able to watch when I was a kid. So like when my first PG-13 movie, I was 13 years old. I just hadn't seen many horror movies. It never interested me. I didn't think it was exciting. I didn't get it. I don't like suspense. So, but I didn't really have experience with it. So for my alone assignment, I watched The Shining by myself in the dark. Nice. And I lived in the woods. Nice. And which they're in the woods in The Shining. They're in Colorado. So I watched nice. the movie by myself. And I just remember thinking like, wow, this is boring. Yeah. It's lot like it's a lot of build up. Lot it's a build lot up. of build up yep. for a short amount of craziness. Actually, yep. But it's so well done. And I'm not saying it's bad, but like watching it alone and like I, I think up until that point too, I had heard so much hype. Like there were some kids at my high school that were all into the shining. It was yeah. like this cult following thing. Yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, let me see what it's all about. Yeah. It just wasn't very scary. Yeah. So my whole experiment of like, I'm gonna be scared in the dark. Like it wasn't like, <laughs> oh my god. It yeah. was more like, oh, this is kind of creepy, I guess. Yeah. But then uh, I read the book actually back way back to our book versus full movie circle. Yeah. Wow! So I read yeah. The Shining in college, and there is so much backstory. Like the movie just starts at the hotel, yeah. and what's interesting about the book is it starts way before they ever get there. Hmm. Huh? Uh, and. Also not super scary, but the bath scene. I mean, that's well, yes, yeah, so the bath scene would, and like that, the, the blood in the in hallway. So I, I mean, it's it. like The Shining is like you're like you're disturbing a little like fucked up graphically, but it's mostly about like a guy really losing his mind. Mm-hmm. And it's funny while you were talking, a movie popped in my head that's also a good book, Misery. Oh yeah, with yeah. Wow. Kathy Bates. Great! Yeah. She won the, the Academy uh, Award for it. Uh, something Con? It was, yeah, James Con. James Con. Um, she won the Academy Award for that, if I'm not mistaken. And that movie though. <sighs> Oh my Jesus. god! Have you yeah. seen it? No, it's brutal. It's Should a, I watch I'm, it alone in the dark? If you really want to, no, get no, no, no. It's one of those. That's not that. It's, it's one I'm of those. Sure shock. I think it's a Stephen King novel. Okay, like, kind of thing. I'm pretty yeah, sure. You're right. It's the yeah, synopsis is a, a a like fairly famous author is driving like to a cabin or something and gets stuck in like the woods. Like his car breaks down in the snow. And he gets into an accident. Or like he's like, I think his car like slips off the road or something. Yeah, because that's why she pulls him in, brings. So him this, into and then house. also he gets like saved by this woman, and she takes him back to like her cabin, like in a very remote area, and then it turns out that she's like really crazy. Yeah. And obsessed with him, 
and so like she like torments like him and kind of like well she tortures he, him. he is bedridden so he can't leave you know because his kind like of. his legs are all broken no she breaks them what yeah. spoiler I mean <laughs> that's what she tells him at the beginning so you're thinking you're thinking okay from the accident and so to all my uh, North Carolina viewers I'm sorry <laughs> yeah Yes, all of the all two of them. Are you wearing my watch? Yes, I am. Um, yes, it is a um, kind of a visually. It's it's kind of like a precursor to uh, visually disturbing movies, kind of like Saw hmm? or. Uh, but I think it's a more. Hostel, I think it's a more effective like genre. Like Hustle and like Saw are just like they're so over the board gory. Yeah. Like over the board gory. Over the board gory. Over the overboard gory. Over the board gory. Man over the board. So like, <laughs> there's only been one movie. There's actually no two movies. Gory fell over two board. movies that I've ever been <laughs> like physically nauseous about. Uh, was like I think it was like Saw three or four, like one of the Saws, um, and House of a Thousand Corpses. I love that movie. I, I have that in my hate DVD that collection. Fucking movie. Rob Zombie is a genius, and I, I hate have him. the second and one I too. Hate him. So going back to talking about creepy and disturbing movies, but also going back to remakes of movies, Last House on the Left, particularly disturbing in the way that they decide that rather than kidnap this girl and you decide to actually you know have her for ransom from her parents, they decided to brutally murder her. Yeah. And and in the movie, again, made in the 70s, so they had, you know, less cinematography than we do now. They are actually cutting her open and pulling out her insides. And there is no emphasis going on in the scene besides them literally pulling out her intestines. So you really just get this raw, like grotesque sounds um but no music no nothing else and 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 they're laughing and they're it's just very maniacal and very creepy um i know that there was a newer version and i heard that it was pretty violent i have not watched it but the um original pretty disturbing um there is kind of like a revenge twist to it that the dad actually goes and and murders the people that did that to his daughter so it, it is kind of interesting and so if you guys get a chance that's last house on the left yes and so well another kind of to add on to that mm -hmm. is um house of a thousand corpses gross they also have that scene where they they meet dr satan yep where uh, have you seen it oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, where I they meet this 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 mythical person who who does these uh, autopsies on people while they're alive and he cuts people open and he's yeah. like ripping out their insides while they're alive and stuff like that and they finally get to meet this Dr. Satan and see a um, a autopsy or or a surgery done you know in real life and they finally get to meet this Dr. Satan um, but yeah it's it's kind of the same lines as yeah. as, as you're saying it so it's, it's so interesting. I'm having multiple thoughts about different subjects, but when you were saying that like, kind of like gory scene of like the guts coming out, yeah. it made me realize in a really weird context, or actually a really weird correlation, why I liked like Inception and all those movies like Christopher Nolan, mm -hmm. and it's because I remember reading an, or an interview with him. He doesn't like CGI as like much as possible. Like he loves the real. This is why he still shoots in film. So he loves that real aspect, and this is why, like Inception, they made that hallway. So I think it's like portraying that like the real image 
as opposed to doing like CGI and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the original tangent that I had when you said House on the Left is the name of it? Last House on the Left. Last House on the Left. Yeah. Have you seen a movie, not a horror movie, but a very like not well-known movie and actually a movie that this actor, who is typically not great, but was really good in, called uh, Life is a House. So it's Yeah, uh, this came out in like... Yes. 2005? No, it was like, I think it was like early 2000s. Like, it might have been like 2000, 2001, I think. Um, Life is a House. Life is a House. So it's. Yes, it's, I do uh, remember the this. The kid Hayden Christensen who played in Star Wars, Anakin, is that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life yeah. is a House. Um, and then it's also. Um, not Michael Keaton. Um, what is his name? So it's going to be Hayden Christensen. That is Michael Keaton. Hayden Christensen and, Kev- and Kevin Klein. Yeah. Um, and what the story is, is this, I haven't seen it in years, but I, what it, I remember, it's this guy and his, like, a strange son, who, like, mm-hmm. they kind of, like, he's a rebellious kid, he's, like, very, like, I think he's gothic, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Hating Christian. Yeah. Anakin and gothic. So he's yeah. in eighth grade. Right. Okay. He might be, yeah. like, yeah, he might be really young. <laughs> he may be, and what it is, is the dad gets sick, and his, like, goal was, like, he was in the project of building his house, and it was, like, falling apart, like, it wasn't, like, going well. And he like gets a product together to build the house as part of like part of the like last thing to do with his son before he dies. Yeah. So it's the coming of age story of like they're mending their relationship while designing and building this house. There's a love story between like the neighbor's daughter and Hayden Christensen, if I remember correctly, and then also a love story between the neighbors like the mom and Kevin. I can't I'm paraphrasing this terribly. Yeah. But it's one of the things that like he was really well done. Like he's a really good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a really good movie. Not a lot of people knew about it. Okay. I mean, I, I remember hearing of the movie. I just yeah. don't remember watching it. I completely changing topics here. Have some questions uh, for you. There is a bomb on a bus. No. Uh, what is the CCA? CCA was something that was created by. A group of people that decided that comic books were too violent, too scandalous, so uh, they had a kind of a rating system, as we do today with movies, for comic books. Um, why this was a, actually a, an okay thing is that it wasn't government sanctioned, so it wasn't something that the government was saying, okay, this is how it's going to be regulated. It was actually a group of a group of comic book writers already that were kind of coming together and saying, okay, this is, this is what should be out. And, and, and every comic book had that stamp on it. So it was kind of like, if you didn't have that, um, stamp, then you, you know, you were kind of rogue, so to speak. And, and it actually got to a point where society was viewing comic books as we view things like video games today where they were so violent and and they were people were appalled by what they were looking at in in these books that it got to the supreme court and you had a group of people and i totally forget on what they were called it was it was a bunch of old ladies uh, of course right <laughs> and um wow they Dang, how do you feel about that Old ladies, I, of course. <laughs> religious ladies, that is. I, I, oh, okay. So, well, so nothing to do with that. I don't understand how 
this imply that it was just a like a gaggle of old gals? Uh, old I, gals. I, I, I like the idea of a gaggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah gaggle. It's like gonna be like seven or eight. A gaggle. Like Is a gaggle a number so. though? A gaggle. No, yeah, I would it's, say it's seven just or eight. It's called a group of. I mean, it's geese specifically. A gaggle. You can a gaggle be this only two? A group. Well, then it would no, be a it's few. a gaggle of geese, a, so it's a like a few would it's be. Like, it's like a murder of crows. Right. I think a few means three like or more. A, group. a couple means two. Right. I think you guys are all right. No, yeah, you're right. A few means a three, is and two, then a, few is a, gaggle yeah, a gaggle probably is means more than three. More than that. Okay. All right. But you yeah. would only use good, that when good you're talking to about geese. Yep. Well, I. You're, you're taking me too literal. I was trying to, to make a very well-formed joke on the fly using alliteration of two Gs. All and right. I thought of ah, gaggle of gals. Go. There you go. Hold but I'm, I'm glad you held me to the goose factor. <laughs> I mean, old lady are like geese, am I right? Your goose uh, is <laughs> Geese are vicious. They are. They're dangerous. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Just yeah. like old gals. Hmm. Okay. But tell us more about who must be ladies fighting <laughs> whatever you stand for. Yes. Well, uh, again, you had a group of people that were fighting to get rid of comic books. And what was funny is that, again, in this the, the Supreme Court hearing for comic books and really you had the comic book industry versus these uh, this group of religious people not ladies, not just ladies, but religious people that that were trying to fight to get rid of them. And the head of this group of comic book kind of enthusiasts or people advocating for comic books just so happened to be, and, and I'm sorry because I don't remember his name, but it was actually the guy that created Mad uh, Magazine. Yep. Elmer Fudd. <laughs> Elmer Fudd. And... and he the guy. The <laughs> he was just the character. Elmer Fudd. Or wait, am I even right? What's the guy's name? No. William Gaines? No. The character that's in all the Mad Magazines. I don't know what... Elmer Fudd's the weird Elmer hunter. Is, Louis yeah, Louis yeah. That's, that's not right. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. I'm incorrect. Murphy. <laughs> but the, the guy with the ears. Yes, yeah. that is the he, spokesperson. He has a name. Yes. And, and I pulled out Elmer Fudd, which is incorrect. But Corrections Department tweet yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Send all your Charles Murphy. Oh, that's Elmer no, Fudd is no, much no, no. better. <sighs> Judge Charles Murphy. Gaines. So anyway, Go kind yeah, of going yeah. going back to Mad it. Magazine. It just it, it 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 culminated in in obviously we still have comic books today. Um but Hallelujah. The exactly <laughs> Hallelujah Excelsior Day. Um something stated. Stanley says. Okay. Anyway. Um, William Gaines. They actually kind of, they put this guy through the ringer, the guy from uh, Mad uh, Magazine, because they were actually showing off a lot of his work and uh, through the magazine, and it was very graphic and very vulgar at the time. And so he kind of was a, um, you know, just kind of, he was kind of put, and he was had to speak for comic books and really he wasn't a big part of what we know as the comic book industry today. Um, Mad Magazine is probably still something in publication, but I don't think as many people read it as maybe they used to. It's not as relevant or current. Exactly. So, um, 
So we obviously no longer have the Comic Code of America. Uh, you started to see... Authority. The... Comic Code Authority. Comic Code Authority. Apparently. So um, you started to see in the 90s uh, a big shift into these more darker uh, heroes. Uh, heroes that you know, but definitely th doing things like shooting guns, killing people, killing bad guys. Um, and so that kind of that wave of, of violence kind of just obviously we had the code it went away and then you had all this violence and then I think kind of later you had coming back to true to form which was the more classic style comic books which we so, know now so where does Kevin Smith fall into all this Kevin Clerks Smith. yeah there you he go. has Clerks. a uh, does he have a t-shirt called comic book guys yeah the TV show yeah yeah, yeah where he uh, has somebody owns a comic so with your Stan Lee um, comment that you made, yeah. yes, well, where does Stan Lee fit in this whole uh, this whole? Stan Lee's a, the Godfather of comic books. Yeah, how does he fit into this whole story? Well, so Stan, who is, Stan Lee, who is Stan Lee? That is a great question. Wow, that's, that's he, a, how much time do we have? Yeah, well, we're at a, an hour and forty five minutes. Hey, you know, we got time. Stan Lee is a comic book writer. Okay. <laughs> he Good. he has created many uh, comic book characters that we know and love today. Uh, he was not somebody that founded Marvel. Marvel was something that was created uh, before Stanley. He was brought in as a writer. Uh, he himself was not an artist. He actually uh, enlisted the help of the late great Jack Kirby who actually did all of the drawings for the characters that we know that Stan Lee created. Um, who are right? some? Spider-Man, The Hulk, Doctor Strange, Fantastic Four, Iron Man, Daredevil, Thor, X-Men. Just to name a few. Just name Thank a few. you, Michael Hernandez. You're I welcome. appreciate that. Not Jedigan. Uh, thank you. But it was Jedigan. Yes, it was Jedigan. He, also... he knew that all in his head. He's also, he's 94 years old. The first time I saw Holy Stan shit. Lee was in uh, The Big Bang Theory. What? <laughs> so he made several random. appearances. He was uh, super random. Wait, that's not true. Last thing I, I saw was him was in the Spider-Man. Like the original Spider-Man. Well, I the not first realized he was it was also in the, the first time it was like, I'm no, Stan because uh, uh, he plays himself. Yeah. Okay. Deadpool 2 uh, teaser he was in. Teaser trailer. Apparently, there's lots of places I saw him before, before. I thought I saw him. But yes. when I knew I saw him, it was in The Big Bang Theory. Well, it's good that you saw him. Yeah. Well, uh, now that we've talked about how Day have saw him. Um, how Day have saw him? How how Day has saw him. Day, Day uh, saw him. Is this overboard all over again? No, 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 no. Over the board. All. Not at all. I have a few more uh, uh, questions. Talking to you about uh, Stanley's enterprises and how he's kind of brought up these very famous people and very famous uh, heroes and superheroes yeah. and whatnot. Um, what are some big comic book companies that people would probably know today? Well, the big two are Marvel and DC. What? Okay. Never heard of them. Yeah. Shocker. <laughs> so, Spoiler. Uh, so if you guys were wondering, DC Comics uh, actually got its name from Detective Comics. Uh, it was originally uh, pulp, Did not know that. pulp Comics. Um, and PC later. wasn't as uh, yeah. good of a... Um, personal acronym. Computers? Yeah. Well, well pulp, pulp uh, comics were a genre 
that's why that's where the movie Pulp Fiction comes from. Yeah. Uh, so it was at the time when that came up, Pulp Fiction meant kind of racy and risque. Yeah, that was dude. the idea. And so, where does pulp fit into this? Because when pulp. I think of pulp, I think of oranges. The stuff from orange juice. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the same thing. Probably that's probably where it got its yeah. name originated from. Because what Let's does pulp out. in this context mean? Uh, juicy. Oh, okay. Extra. Okay, okay. Stuff know. that you I don't, don't need. I'm, I'm making Optional. all that up. But, but <laughs> Pulp Comics. Pulp <laughs> Comics. Extra season. Pulp, medium Pulp. Okay, Pulp, <laughs> this is uh, coming from Wikipedia, and then we'll get back to oh, what Oh, yeah, you're that's saying. always the best Yeah, source. which is always true. Okay. Yeah. Uh, often referred to as The Pulps were inexpensive fiction magazines that were published from 1896 to 1950s. The term yeah. Pulp derives from the cheap wood pulp paper on which the oh. papers or magazines were printed. In contrast, magazines printed on higher quality paper were called glossies or slicks. Oh, you're reading the glossies, are ya? Oh, we. Uh, the typical Pulp Fiction magazines had 128 pages, <laughs> seven inches thick. That's what uh, she no, said. Sorry. No, 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 that's, that's sorry, just nothing. math, am I right? <laughs> okay, all right. So it was seven inches wide. Yes, it is. Ten inches high. And a half inches thick. Whoa, ten inches high. Yeah. With ragged, untrimmed. Quite edges. the measurements you got there. Oh, okay, boy. continue. So uh, not comments. oranges. Yes. Paper. Yes. Pulp. Pulp. Paper. Fiction. Yeah. Pulp. Good to know. Pulp. So uh, DC. The more you know. And DC. Marvel. Marvel. Yes. Um, I would say that the close third would be Image Comics. Uh, okay. Image Comics. Oh, the I. Yes. The big I. The okay. I. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> they have. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So Image Image Comics, and then you have uh, Valiant Comics, which I would say is kind of like the... Uh, it's like the B comic book uh, characters. But those still exist. But those still now? exist, and you, you actually would probably recognize some of those characters as being uh, Green Hornet. And, Seth Rogen? Yeah, Seth Rogen. And... Uh, Great movie. That I think that's about it. As Did far as I know, see it? Uh, I saw it in theaters. Oh, I'm sorry. That I was had, um, the only one. Well, Did the you? original show had Bruce Lee in it as Cato. Yep. Well, no, you're thinking of the Green Lantern. The Green Spider Lantern. Oh. Seth Rogen was Green Hornet. Green Hornet. Yeah. Wow. Different people. Different movies too. Different movies. Yeah, different okay. heroes. Yeah, different heroes. Both yeah. green. Both can green. I? Uh, can I? Tell, let's talk about more. Can about I tell you? Uh, can similarities I and differences between. Hulk green was and also and green. Yeah. One was the sexiest man alive. Yeah. One was not. Can I tell you a, a fun little? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> By far. <laughs> James, he just laughed into his pint glass, so it like echoed his. Uh-huh. <laughs> Towards me. That's awesome. Uh, fun little tidbit that you may appreciate, you may not. Um, so for the terrible <laughs> Green Lantern movie, uh-huh. so they designed his car from like the ground up to be his like car, but you originally mean Green Hornet. no Green Lantern, the car that he used that like changed. So he had a car that he would made with his ring, but it was actually a physical car. Oh okay. So Ryan Reynolds bought a green Tesla. Oh. And they were going to use it in the car or in the in the movie, um, and elected not to because they wanted to create something more like alien like. Oh. Um, this podcast podcast is sponsored by Tesla. Uh, not true. Um, <laughs> as stated before, we have no uh, sponsors. 
But yeah, so a little nice. fun tidbit. All right, what other great questions you have for Michael? Okay, um, the other one I had was uh, I think I think we should end our podcast because uh, we've gone over our average amount uh, for. Uh, for this podcast, I think our last question of the night should be, what is your desired superpower Ooh. and why? Wow. Something uh, Michael has probably thought about many a night. <laughs> Lied awake in bed thinking, hey, I wish I had that superpower right now. That'd be really cool if I had that. Um, something that I personally, James... Uh, would like to have uh, is invisibility. I would like to travel around and, and not have people see me, be able to perform nefarious things. Mm-hmm. Invisibility would be cool. I just think of Hollow Man and it's super creepy. <laughs> yeah, that is, it is super creepy. Here's my question. Yes, How yes, long would it take you to get comfortable with the fact that the only way you could be invisible around other people is the fact that you were naked? Or if you died, you'd be invisible. No, you were naked. What? So this is not Fantastic Four. You have to be naked. You don't get a suit. You'd have to be naked, and you would just be the naked, invisible guy. No, no, no. I'd want a superpower where I can, like, make everything come back, come back to non-invisible status. I'd want to be Nightcrawler. Fully clothed. I'd want to be Nightcrawler. Well, he's not. That's entirely different. Okay, okay. I want. Okay, changing it. Okay, okay. Hang on, hang on. We want a superpower that exists. In no, comic book. No, no, no. That's not the question. That is different. Okay, a superpower. I want to become invisible whenever I want and then come back to normal. Jet again. Close regardless. You're yep. not naked. Okay. Yep. So it's interesting you say that because I thought of a couple things. Um, I've also thought about this too a lot. Like, oh, flight would be cool, but then you'd be like, the wind would get in your eyes. So... Um, <laughs> so... Wait, that's inconvenient. Why are you or goggles or something, no, like, right? I can't get anything out of the wind out of my eyes. So well, no. That's that. like, we're like, tweet, tweet, tweet this wind, right? Oh, so, wind in my yeah, eyes. I, I think of things like, what would be the like the human complaints of like those? Like, if you're flying, it's like, oh, the elevation, like, I'm really cold, you know? Um, oh. But it's interesting. So a friend of mine, this came... Complaints were not a factor. Right. So oh, this, this came... More like the bugs. Right, exactly. So, you're a bird. Uh, this actually came from a friend of mine in elementary school, and we talked about it, and I give him full credit for it. But oh, I thought it was a really interesting one because it was totally kind of unique. So it was the ability. <laughs> Make sure to give him credit at the very. Oh, I'm not. I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to say his name. So, guy from middle. Brian Fontana. Miss Sebastian. How did you? How did you know his name? No. So it's actually funny because somewhat similar to like the unbreakable of like touching someone and really knowing about them. So his thing was being able. That's a green mile. Sorry. uh, Being able to touch any book and being able to instantly know everything about it in a split second because that's pretty fucking. Then what he would do is he always said we would go to like every library that existed and just like no like like run down the aisles. And you'd yeah. retain it. You'd retain so it and know it. So like if I wanted to like that. if I wanted to learn a language, all I'd do was like someone had to give me a book about the language, and I could literally just go touch it, and I would know how to speak it fluently, write it, read it, all that kind of stuff. So I become well versed, and like all the knowledge you need in human existence comes from like literature. So the idea is, it's almost I hate to quote or not quote, but bring up like terrible mo- like movies, but in phenomenon, 
He oh, like yeah. learned Portuguese <laughs> in like two seconds. <laughs> yeah. From like reading it. It's just like the ability to touch it. Yeah. So you would be and I've elaborated on like well, I want to learn everything untouchable. He learned about people. Like I want not learn that, but like just books. And you know, you could learn every language in a matter of days. This well, so and, and not to make fun of you, Jed, but there there's been uh, polls about the worst like power superpower superpower and the the worst superhero and consistently the worst superhero is Cipher. He's an X Men character that knows every language. So this mine's a little it. bit better. <laughs> and that's well, it. So also <laughs> too boring to read about. So also too yeah, hold on. Right? like having it would probably right. be cooler. And also I put it in perspective of this. It, right? But you imagine like a guy shooting lasers out of his. Well, eyes no, no. So I also put it. I always put it in claws. this. My caveat is imagine if I'm uh, <laughs> imagine <laughs> right. Imagine if it was put it in this kind of extra like part of the equation. You could get any of these powers, but you were the only one that had powers. So obviously, in a world of X-Men... Right, you're putting it in reality. Right, being yeah. able to know everything sucks, but if I put it in today... Yeah. Like, I always thought of, like, if I could do that and I could learn everything, eventually, like, it would either get out in public and I'd be, like, really famous, or it'd be super under wraps. And I, the vision that I had, and maybe this is my brain, it would be one of two things. Mm -hmm. Some like ridiculously wealthy billionaire would hire me on staff to be like his go-to guy for everything, mm -hmm. or public service. Like I would work for like the president of the United States as like a knower of all or whatever it is, you know. So I always think of it as like these powers would exist if I was the only one who had that power. Now, if I was surrounded by other, the part you missed was Michael was saying that the most voted. You don't have to repeat anything. The most voted terrible X-Men was Cypher because obviously, like, shooting lasers out of your eyes is better. Obviously, but in I've today's world... I've always wanted to hire the knower of all things. I've always wanted to be the knower of all things, so... When it happens, I'll let you know. The Cyclops can shoot lasers out. Right, and like, and like, Mystique can be shooting anybody, you know, those are cooler superpowers. Which is the one that can take all the superpowers from certain people? Rogue. Uh, Rogue. Rogue. She doesn't really take them from people, she can just drain their powers. So she doesn't necessarily gain the power that they get. She does for a split second. But once she started to be able to control her powers, she could just remove them from people. The first thing I thought of was Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> not an X-Men. Yeah. yeah. An odd-shaped yeah. X-Men. Well, it's crazy because, correct me if I'm wrong, but the most powerful X-Men is Jane Grey. Well, this is also one of the questions I had on here. Was I right? Uh, you're, you're right. You win. Who is the most overpowered either comic book or superhero? OP? OP? Hey, no. wow, you actually knew that. Mm -hmm. I no, it's, uh, it's Jean Grey. Jean Grey is so powerful that when she becomes a phoenix, she can't control her I power. read Santa Claus. What? Is the most overpowered character. Is Santa Claus Santa a superhero? Santa Claus is a character? Yep, in a you comic You know, James, I don't want to... Oh, this, so is this, hard uh, to say. this is a big one. You might want to prepare for this. You might want to prepare for this. We're gonna do this on podcast. What is 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 not, not real. real? My parents. It's not, not my no. parents. It's a real person. Oh. James. 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 What? Did you know that the tooth fairy doesn't exist either? Yeah. The everyone tooth, tells me that the tooth fairy is not on. the rock. Is not the tooth fairy. <laughs> the rock is portraying the tooth fairy. I know that. Right, but the tooth fairy doesn't exist. Well, yeah, I know. The Rock yeah, plays yeah, I, I, him. Yeah, the Char Rock Charlie plays Day. him. Charlie Day. The Rock plays him. So, oh, go back. I, I, I is Santa Claus a real superhero? 
In comic books, Santa Claus is the most Wait, overpowered character. Yeah, what comic book is Santa Claus? I, I, read this I think you're full of shit. I think you're making this up. Gifts? I just like just Fly? hearing you guys like talk. No, I'm, <laughs> he's, I'm he's making it up. All right, we're at two hours. No, he's we making need it up. To finish this. It's we it's Jean Grey. The well, you've asked me two questions, and so far okay. you've answered the, the the powers one. You've answered the powers okay. one, and then I you asked me a second question. Day, if you had any superpower, I just want to teleport places. So you like, I just want to think of a place and be there. So my question is, is it a caveat like Nightcrawler where you have to be able to know where you're going? Or you just it doesn't matter. Like, you just go. Because Nightcrawler has before. to be able to see it because yeah. his concern is that he'll end up in a wall and kill himself. Yeah. I don't want to kill myself. No, no, no. He also has limitations. <laughs> he can only go a couple of miles. Right, he has I, distance limitations. So yes. this is like, you want to be like, no limitations. You can go anywhere, whatever you want. Man. Yeah, just think of a So place you want like you want Dragon Ball you want Dragon room, Ball Z like, like I want to be yeah. at, at my grandma's house for dinner. Boom. Right, I'm yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. I'm in yeah. North Dakota. I'm in LA. Yeah. I'm in Paris, whatever yeah. it is. I want to be on the top of the Eiffel Tower. Boom, I'm there. Okay. Okay. Michael? Ooh. Uh, I have not thought about this a lot. Oh, I had this whole I time to think about this. Bullshit. Your whole Bullshit. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I, I would say I would say probably super speed or Flash? access a, access Flash to the you? speed force. Why? Uh, where well, would you, where would you go so quick? Uh, back in <laughs> up time. to Whole Foods. <laughs> back in time. And, I like and, how Whole uh, Foods is up. <laughs> Can the Flash go back be up? It could be over to the left. Oh, interesting! Know? I didn't know the, that was the, the Flash could go back in time. The flash can go back in time. Yeah. And, and so and time. so fast, he can change. Okay, nice. Okay. Well, well um, so and and this is going to get super nerdy, but it actually he, he doesn't do it by just running. He actually has something called the Cosmic Treadmill. Which gives him access to the speed Day force, is losing which, your which, losing which your actually shit. rips a hole into the multiverse and allows him to run through different universes. When I when well I as, rip a hole into the multiverse, I want to make sure I'm on my treadmill. So, That's what's the, the treadmill called again? The Who made it? Treadmill. Who made it? Is it in space? Uh, no, actually, it um, is it 24 space? hours? Yeah, do they have we hours? Have so many questions. Is, is there I've a membership? Is there a membership required? These yeah. things do not come up. The TV show version. Yeah, they do. Really? Yeah. He has a treadmill. Yeah. I. Uh, it was so funny when you had the reaction. He have a treadmill. When you had the reaction to That's like when treadmill. you had the the, okay. the reaction the of like treadmill. oh the cosmic treadmill. I was watching the this is years ago the original Batman with my dad so the TV it's show. The cosmic water fountain. And no, and we're sitting there and it was a scene where him and Robin are in this like circle of like heat and everything around is like freeze headset trap form and the circle kept getting smaller and smaller and the idea was like haha batman i've got you trapped only one of you can fit in the circle and then all of a sudden my dad just goes oh he'll be fine he has his thermal <laughs> underwear and then the second he said that batman jumped out of the circle and goes haha freeze i have my thermal underwear and my brother and i like we could not handle it like like, like this is the original like really terrible yeah, adam west adam west 70s yeah. batman 
And, oh, it was so perfectly timed. Did your dad just pre-watch all the movies? <laughs> I don't know. You did so I have no idea. Like I have no super dad. I don't like, know. don't worry, boy. Right? No, I have yeah, no idea. But this. it was so perfectly timed. He's like, oh, yeah, like, duh, Batman's got his thermal underwear. This and, would be easy for him. And it was just, like, the second it happened, Batman's, like, he does, like, his, like, post-striking his post. I'm like, yeah, I got my thermal underwear. Like, what the hell? Is that in the comics? Uh, thermal underwear? Doesn't ever. Come I never. Like, I, I never. Tidy whitey. I never. Boxers, I never leave home briefs. without my thermal. Well, you you see them. I mean, obviously. Yeah, obviously. The the, the characters, the comic book characters, wear their underwear on the outside. Oh, is there a reason standards. for that? No chafing. Captain Underpants. No chafing. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Oh, and the last question I had: Do you think there's a comic book character uh, that is completely overpowered to the point where? there may not be a single person out there who can defeat them. And I will add in my thought on this. Thanos cannot be defeated because he holds the Infinity Gauntlet. Well, are we talking about villains or heroes? Uh, either. What universe are we in? Ooh, so here's a so, question. So here's my question. Again, correct me if I'm wrong because you're the authority on superheroes. Yeah. But from my understanding... Of this group. Yeah, absolutely. So from my understanding, obviously... Michael's loving this, Obviously, Obviously, yes, Jean Grey in the Phoenix was, was killed by Wolverine. At least mm-hmm. in the movies. Yeah. But the idea was, the concept was that Jean Grey was so powerful that she couldn't control her own powers. Yeah. And that's why she wanted Wolverine to kill her, is because she essentially had the ability to do anything and everything. She no longer could, like, she could change any material. Magneto can move metal. She yeah. can do whatever she wanted. And she couldn't control the phoenix that was inside of her. So Jean, it was this, like, internal conflict between Jean Grey and the phoenix and the phoenix eventually killed her. Now, she was obviously able to die. I don't think dying doesn't mean she wasn't the most powerful. Yeah. Wait, is Jean Grey her character name? So Jean Grey is a, is, yes. so Jean Grey yeah. is a character in X-Men who was part of the X-Men. She was dating or, I don't know, married to Cyclops. Cyclops. Okay. And then what happened was she ended up dying or kind of re- her power. She used her power so much she released like a second level or another level of power. And she it became, powered up. Yeah, she powered up. Um, but it became this creature called the Phoenix. And then it became this internal conflict of the Phoenix was actually not Jean Grey. They were different people because they had different aspirations. Jean Grey was a hero. She cared about people. The Phoenix was like a very powerful, like, renegade. Renegade? So renegade. let me let me actually cut you off. Yeah, because fill me in on the parts that were wrong. This, again, this is the 70s. So everything is cosmic, cosmic, cosmic. So, Everyone's on LSD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did did, 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 did so, Jean Grey have her thermal <laughs> underwear? So, so Jean Grey... Uh, is uh, she's a telepath so she's very much like Professor Xavier in that she can read minds okay she in the comic books was she uh, she became the embodiment of the Phoenix Force and the Phoenix Force is a cosmic entity that all all they want is death and destruction and destroy a planet and so it actually goes in and she becomes the host of this phoenix force and so without being able to control it she decides that she's going to give her own life to contain it so it so when um when it when someone dies as the host they it, the phoenix force should essentially die but you learn later in comics that that's actually not true it just gets reborn 
Like a phoenix. She in the movie she starts to save the lives of others and then ends up dying. And as the credits are going where she died, you see like an outline of the Phoenix, and it's like the, the Phoenix brought her back. And then we learn later on in the movie the other movies that is like it's not really her. So mm-hmm. I remember when that first scene happened, now the X Men series is like a whole different story, but when we saw that outline of the Phoenix, I had like the internal conflict of like whole I grabbed my brother and I was like, Holy shit, like I was stoked. Yeah. So, on movie. that note, mm-hmm. who do you think is OP? Yeah. Overpowered. OP? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I would say that Goku. The, <laughs> the, the common answer is Superman. You know, he has all these powers. He, right. you know, but again. But he has died. Kryptonite. He has died. He and and have... he died without Kryptonite. Right. Doomsday killed him. Yep. Um,. So I, I don't think uh, necessarily Superman falls into it, but he does have a lot of powers, and I think that yeah. that's again that's what lot. is what is common as um, being overpowered. But there is kind of a whole subsection of X Men that are called Omega level X Men mm-hmm. that kind of fit into this like hierarchy of superpowered heroes and Professor sometimes Xavier villains. Uh, Professor Xavier is one of them. His son. Is in a fraternity? Is in a fraternity? No. His son is Legion. XXX. Oh. Which Omega. is. So, wait, hold on. Professor Dumb Xavier's son is Legion? Yeah. Is Legion. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. Who's the mom? Wait, that's a name? Legion? Yeah, I knew who Legion was in X Men, but who's yeah. the mom? I couldn't tell you, to be honest with Like, you don't know, or like, top secret? Like, you're, no. like, you're under non <laughs> I, I can't know. tell you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've signed an NDA. Yeah, it's uh, the comic book code of yeah. Association America. <laughs> No, I, I don't actually know. But I do know that uh, Legion is essentially Charles Xavier, except a sick, schizophrenic psychopath. Shit, that's a great combination. So that's it. That's it. So, so you still haven't said who you want to choose as your... Who is your decision? Who, who is your decision? Not the League of Omegas. No, no, no. It could be. It could be. No, so most overpowered. Yes, most overpowered. I would Wait, say on, Thanos. Are they most overpowered or the most powerful? Overpowered, meaning like nobody can kill him. No, because death is not the. Dis- I don't think death is, because in the storyline, I know I'm like fixating this. Jean Grey and the Phoenix are the most powerful. There's no in the X Men universe. There's so Magneto is the most powerful. His his powers are off the chart. Death is not. I don't think death is. But but the I think the, thing, fact, the, the thing about factor. these 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 um these uh, super teams is you have to have a character where he can't just be defeated by one person from the team. So you have these really crazy over-the-top villains and Thanos was one that it took really the entire Marvel Universe there to kill. There you go. There you go. And the so, entire Marvel Universe to defeat one person. Well, Would and you it wasn't say that's even, overpowered? It wasn't even, No one could actually even beat him. Yeah, there you go. I think we should all tweet Kevin Smith and get his opinion. But you also have uh, I don't know so Dark Side, Dark Side, Dark Side, Dark Side of the Moon. No, Dark Side is kind of the Thanos, like it's 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 Thanos for DC. So it's what um, it's what uh, the Justice League. It's who the Justice League fight, and he has his own planet, and he has kind of his own minions, and he actually even shows up in. Uh, the uh, Batman versus Superman movie as kind of that you know fever dream that uh, 
Well, well anyways, I, I can end it on a joke. Good. So, you've all heard this, I'm sure, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reiterate it. So, Batman, sorry, I'm sorry, Superman is flying around and is coming across a building and sees Wonder Woman bathing naked, sun, sun, sunbathing naked, and was like, oh, I'm the quickest man in the world. I'll just go in for a quickie. She won't know what happened. Creepy. I'm a little... <laughs> Super it's called creepy. rape. Uh, OP. So, <laughs> Superman... He just gets away with this? Rushes in. Fuck boom, that guy. Goes in for a quickie. And then all of a sudden, Wonder Woman goes, Whoa! What was that? And all of a sudden, the Invisible Man comes out and goes, I don't know, but my ass really hurts. <laughs> That's pretty good. The Invisible Man in the Invisible Jet? Yeah. Alright. Should have done it in the Invisible Jet. That's the moral right. of the story. Hey, you know what, folks? It's been uh, it's been great chatting with you. Alright. Cool. Well, thank you very much, Michael, Michael, for your input. Thank you. Well done. Well done. Thank you. That was uh, by far our longest pod. Yes. Yeah. Two hours and 16 minutes exactly. Um, this is very uh, free flowing conversations. So. Yes. yes. I like it. Well, I hope to be back and not talk about comic books because I yes. know more than that. I'm, I'm sure we'll get to there. <laughs> movies, I know, it's crazy. Movies crazy. are good. Comic yes. books are good. Yes. I think one day we'll talk about food. Yes. So. Thanks, Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs>